So, you know, to an average girl, that would sound really dreadful and scary. But to me, I'm just like, come try me, motherfucker. (laughs) That's my sister. (laughs) Yeah. It's no accident that sounds like you're leveling up in a video game. 48% of 18 to 29-year-olds have an online dating profile. Make them work for it. 45% of people say they're more frustrated with this form of dating than hopeful. There are so many people you can connect with. The Swipe Wrong Podcast. Everyday Everyday people people telling telling everyday everyday stories of the the swipe swipe right right world. Well, I know he had a good time. Oh, how you doing? What's going on? Everybody doing okay today? Oh, wait. Let me do it now. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night. Whenever you want to listen to us, I'll be that guy. I'm here for you. I'm here. We're just hanging out. We're being besties and whatever else we need to be to be there. Welcome to the Swipe Wrong Podcast. I am Chaos. Uh, This is the number one podcast amongst hollaback girls everywhere. I'm starting to feel like... This show, as it was first set up, it was set up to be the show to just tell all the stories, all the cool stories that, or horror stories or whatever stories. I mean, it doesn't start out with once upon a time, a time and, and it usually doesn't live with, and they lived happily ever after. This is those kind of stories that we're going to talk about. Um, but I do feel like this podcast, this show, uh, is saving marriages. It's like people are just like going, Hey, let me, let me check out that one show. You know, the one where the guy doesn't, doesn't really shut the fuck up and just talks and gets the dating stories. And yeah, I'm that guy. And we're talking about that stuff. And they hear it and they're like, Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't care that my marriage isn't perfect. The dating world is definitely not perfect. Uh, that's for sure. But there's, there's some epic stuff happening too. We don't mean to take all the bad stuff, but we're going to get into some more stuff. We're going to go part two from uh threesome part tray from, uh, which you started to listen to last week. We'll carry it over uh, a little bit more this week. It was a good, long, fun conversation instead of just, uh, getting it all in one episode and, and, uh, getting you a little bit of sensory overload and more than you need. We just decided we'd, uh, break it up a little bit. So, as we're going through, we got plenty of episodes. We're not stopping. We do need, though, um, everybody's story. Like, I, I want everybody's. And, and the more that the show keeps going, the more I keep hearing from people. But I need to hear from you. And I need more. I mean, let's talk. Let's be best friends. But So give us a call, 317-426-6616. Uh, actually, you can text that line, too. I know I've said it a couple of times. But by all means, shoot a text, and uh, I'll be happy to get back to you. But in the meantime... Sit back, relax, put your feet up, enjoy, uh, grab your popcorn, uh, butter it, don't butter it, uh, salts, whatever, whatever you do with popcorn, I don't know, throw it in each other's mouths, I don't know, just don't hurt each other, and if you're in traffic listening, please, please be careful and don't hit that person next to you, and enjoy threesome, pa- wait, three, yeah, yeah, part two of threesome tray. Did I forget to mention we do have a word from our crack staff legal department? Here they are. Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions or any entities they represent. This podcast is about dating experiences. It is not to say one dating app is better or worse than another. We're all searching for that good morning text, right? What? I mean, not anymore. Rude. 
<laughs> he's on the sidelines for right now. He needs yeah. To okay, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. You know, it, it is a feel good moment when you grab that. It's, it's almost as nice as that first phone call sip of coffee that I missed, you know? Uh, yeah. I miss those from you every day. Yes. That's okay. Yes. You're benched for right now. Yeah, yeah. It's fine to, fine to be benched right now. And I'll sit the bench. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, our feelings, we need to, as much as we don't want to call them feelings, it's like, it's okay. It's like that, yeah. you know, you invest and it, there's going to be like a mourning period. Like even if it was two weeks, three weeks, two months, five months, five years, like there's always a mourning period. You know, so, I wonder if like some of what you're saying I mean, at all. I mean, I stamp it, support it 100%. Be your, be your, like, uh, we'll say a lot of times, be your own authentic self. So many people don't like themselves, though. So it's so hard for them to be themselves. And like, mm-hmm. there, there's so much work that needs to be done to, like, I, I know this is swipe wrong and I, I don't mean to be going down this path, but like, just brings up what you said is like, I know like you do, you do a lot of coaching. There's a lot of people who do a lot of self-esteem coaching and things like that, but that's, you know, getting in their own way of getting in their own way of happiness too. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's, I was like that too. Like for the first 28 years of my life. And it's like, cause you don't, really know it's not really like a huge awareness spot around like like our inner world and like the way we view ourselves and because we we want to strive to be like our best of course like i feel like everyone is like that but in there there's there's like certain scenarios where we don't like what we see or we don't like that we have this thing or we don't like that we respond like this or have this pattern or whatever. So, and we're taught to be embarrassed of it or to feel like, Oh, this is a bad part of me. I need to just like shut that away and like, let no one see this because it's like one of my biggest flaws and it's not like a pretty thing or it goes against whatever rule was set by parents, society, whoever. But really, those are actually like when you can like accept those things and get comfortable with those things and like literally what they say, like dance with your skeletons that are in the closet. It's such a game changer. It's like it's like the biggest like game changer to look at those pieces of yourself and realize like whoever made you think that that was like a bad part of yourself was actually not right. And they're actually like unhealed themselves. So naturally they will, you know, they're going to recycle their own pain or limited thought process onto you. I think this stuff should be like a prerequisite to like dating, to be honest. It's because if you can get really comfortable with everything about you, because we're like kind of like this rainbow, a whole spectrum of like good quote unquote bad but it's really just like parts that are actually really good enough like the stuff that like where you feel like oh this is not not an okay quality it's like i mean if you're like murdering people okay fine feel that way it's not an okay quality that's not an okay (laughs) right exactly but if it's not Not if it's not that it's like it's shit that is totally it's like oh my god like that's okay like that's awesome like oh, you're more of like a reader than like 
this. Like you're more introverted than extroverted. You're more extroverted than introverted. Like you have like, you're a pack rat, like (laughs) versus more organized. You, you know, run away from arguments rather than sit down and have one. Like if people just like looked at those pieces, like owned them, but like didn't hate them and like shove them away and pretend they didn't exist. Like you can have, you set yourself up to have a much more comfortable conversation with people and you can connect and relate better because if you're, if you're shutting it away, you're, you're saying to everybody that like you're a perfectionist. So a lot of times you'll see perfectionists out there, like who like try to put their best foot forward and they're like, Oh no, I'm not like that. Or they're like really defensive it's because they have a lot like that they're hiding and that they don't accept about themselves. So they turn to perfectionism and it often doesn't create an authentic connection with somebody because you're not being real with like who you are. (laughs) Like you've got all this stuff hiding and because you have all this stuff hiding, you're going to look at every other person and you're going to like just criticize, criticize, criticize and like not be able to have a genuine connection sure have standards yes of course but there's a certain line that gets crossed when you go overboard with it and you're just like you you come off as this type of person like do you guys know anyone like that can you think of a friend or like an acquaintance who like has to always be right hey i want to paint with a broader brush for a minute because you triggered a thought in my brain yeah so you know the whole when you're looking at profiles on these dating apps one of the things that always sticks out to me and i think it's resonating with me right now because i kind of clarify it as some of the stuff that you're saying like when people put i've got my shit together and you should too and it's like if that's not the biggest fucking projection of i am lost in the world yes i am just trying to project that like i'm stable and grounded like people ask me all the time I shouldn't say all the time. It makes me sound like a massive whore, but like, I'll be out <laughs> and you know, you're, you're the being a whore is Okay. That's totally and, fine. Go ahead. Well, uh, being a whore, yes, but massive, like even I have standards. Um, but anyway, like, you know, I always like to joke that I'm just perfect amount of crazy. Like I don't have my shit together whatsoever. I'm just the perfect amount of crazy in all the good ways. Uh, and everybody always looks at me funny when I say that, like, well, what do you mean in the good ways? It's like, well, I'm not going to murder you or anything. I'm not crazy like that. <laughs> I've got all kinds of fucking issues that if you want to really get to know me, I can tell you about that I'm very aware of. But like, I also would never be somebody that would put like, I got my shit together, you know? And then it's funny too, because they'll go on and list like, I got a house, I got a job, I got a car. And in my mind, I'm like, dude, you're 40. If you don't have those things, (laughs) like, what are your true goals in life? And if you're a parent and you're telling me that you have those things, like, I'm even more concerned. (laughs) <laughs> did you just acquire these have you not had for 20 years it's like what mm-hmm. a silly what a silly prerequisite to put on your profile for dating like must have job must have car must have house must do this must do that and it's like whatever happened to you know i want to get to know you and then i'll decide yes. what you have is what i want versus like give me your itemized list of things and i'll tell you if you fit into my puzzle Right. Well, now my now right. my question too though is you have a car, but what's the paint job like? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, my truck's my truck's got yeah. some dents, bro. So yeah. you know, what? yeah, that's strike, that's strike one already. You better. Well, I'm a little yeah. shallow, so I'll admit that. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> 
But this is self-awareness though, too, though, right? This is exactly yeah. what we're talking about. So yeah. like, I'll own that. I'll own that about myself. I've always, <laughs> I, I've always like, not always, but I mean, recent times, like professing your fears and professing the issues are always the best thing. Like, especially when you're talking in front of a group of people and stand up saying, man, I am scared as hell to talk in front of all you right now. Everybody's guard gets let down. Everybody has yes. a laugh. Everybody, like once you oh, profess yeah. that, like if you hide it, you feel like, oh, I wonder, oh, I'm scared out of my damn mind, but I'm going to talk anyway. Yep. And then the same thing, like, you know, yeah, I'm, you know, I, we're kind of kidding. We're kind of not that, that shallow, but it, there's, there's reasons for that. It's not like, hey, I'm just going to wake up today and be shallow. Well, yeah, there's also, you know. <laughs> things have led down a path totally yeah like just being owning up to like the parts of you that sound shallow or that are you know i mean you can also clarify like for me it's like not so much like if someone doesn't have a lot of money it's more like i just went you off the internet like (laughs) are you gonna kill me like your car looks like a killer car like Uh. that's kind of that's where my mind goes but you know it doesn't hurt if the guy has a nice car too like i I think that's attractive but it's more like safety first it's just like oh my god like what because i question my decision making all the time when it comes to this part of my life and you know i always want to get it right i'm not gonna always get it right but i in my mind there's still part of me that hangs on to that part where i'm like okay i got i have to get this right like this like at least you know have some good chemistry i think that's a win or like someone you know who like i could pick up on text that this person is like worth meeting and like worth going out with but you know i take it as a massive fail when i we show up and i'm just like whoa i missed this part like this is not like the person that i was imagining like as i was texting and getting to know so i don't know there there's lots of different levels very much well, in, uh, in- let me let me ask Wood this because you you bring it up. So I'm going to see if Wood can come up with his interpretation, like getting it right. What would that look like to you, Wood? Uh, I think yeah, I'm trying to put that into my kind of my approach here. I, I think in my words, getting it right is just catching the right vibe. Like I'm real big on vibe. And, you know, vibe can be anything from you're a cool, like, uh, bro, one of my uh, one of my acquaintances who's turned into be a, a friend of mine. She did one of the shows that wasn't really related to the swipe sites. Uh, it was the OnlyFans. Um, you know, and I haven't talked to her for like three weeks. But like she, you know, without using the phrase friend zone, like we went out a couple times, and it was it was a great vibe. You know, just because of who she was. But she was still a really cool chick. For me, getting it right is like catching a vibe with somebody that I enjoyed meeting. Whether I meet them again, whether I only met them once, um, you know, because again, you're going to pull from these experiences. Like the first date I ever went on was not a win. Um, oh, yeah. She cried three times. Cried. Yeah, she cried. Um, yeah. The book girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remind our listeners what I'm referring here. Um, so, you know, like as an example, you know, you go not on the menu. Not not on the menu. That's another one. Yeah, Wasn't yeah. a win. Sorry, I don't eat ass. It's just not yeah. my palate doesn't take it. Um, you know, if I can have a good time, and a good time isn't sex, a good time isn't anything physical at all. It's a legitimately good time. Like if we have a great time, it's like ah, this just isn't working. That's cool. I still really enjoyed meeting you. Like that's getting it right. Yeah, that sounds pretty pretty healthy <laughs> I have keep mind. it at the that level 
so let's let's pivot because mandy uh you brought up um you know <laughs> not sure if he's homeless or not um so one of the episodes i'll do every six months or so is the swipe and swipe awareness episode which i think is just i don't know if it helps people out or not i just kind of feel like it's something that just from all the experiences that i get to hear about that there's things that maybe people should look into <clears throat> like you know and it's it's harder for women than it is for men guys are now putting air tags in women's purses and following them home oh. yeah bartenders are are roofing drinks instead of just some random guys at the table so like is there what are the things if there is anything um other than looking for immaculate paint jobs on cars that you might do to kind of protect yourself <laughs> um yeah actually i can i i those are at the top of my mind all the time so the roofing part like that's something i'm always like internally aware of so i hardly drink at bars honestly like i'm very like it, and alcohol honestly makes me tired anyway. I'm naturally hyper and energetic. So, you know, if I can have one just for decoration in my hand, like I'll do that. <laughs> but I don't trust any of it out there. So I just kind of, I'll just kind of, you know, put my feelers out. Um, but as far as like hearing about the trackers, the tracking devices in purses, like to figure out where somebody lives, like, you know, that's shocking, but like I've actually had three stalkers like total and I didn't have to get the police involved at all. Like I scared them away myself. So like to me, like if someone wants to like step to me on that level, like I there's a whole crazy side that just unleashes and it scares them away every time. So <laughs> so, you know, to an average girl, that would sound really dreadful and scary but to me i'm just like come try me motherfucker <laughs> that's my sister <laughs> yeah. yeah so i mean i just think that a lot of it if we've learned anything from our mother who <laughs> was the epitome of feeling helpless powerless and like a victim boxed like, wine over bottled wine yes we've heard that too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's really figuring out how to just take back the fear because listening to like, all the pitfalls out there of like how women can be preyed upon and how we can become powerless or victims it's almost our response of feeling like scared to it is what perpetuates it the cycle and like kind of draws that to our into our world and our experience it sounds kind of like backwards but I'm a firm believer in that and I've seen it play out like that many times. So it's more like if there's some way you can like, <laughs> like feel like you do have the power because you do like women do like they just, I don't want to say they weren't educated or like the mindset wasn't instilled in them quite well, I guess you could say. But I think that would be the first and foremost, like that there are so many ways to feel like empowered to where you don't feel like you're a victim to the things that are out there, if that makes sense. It does, girl. It does. And then what I, I know that we've talked, there's not a lot that that that, that you do on your end or anything. Um, but is there like, did you take anything away from that episode? You know, the, uh, I, I did, I think, and, and just to put it in a different context, because I, I tried to think of some of my experiences on some dates that I'd been on and like, 
there's a few situations that bullying is probably the wrong term, but you know, I've been out with women who have kind of tried to strong arm uh, the environment, you know, of we're not going to do that, or I'm only going to do this, you know, and it's like almost like an expected pamper me and kiss the ground I walk on type of persona, which is why I think bullying comes to mind because there's a lot of dudes out there and and we've heard stories about how uh, you'll, you match with someone that you, you think is maybe out of your league, um, whether that's attraction or whatever. And then when you have an opportunity to meet them, it's like, all right, I really don't want to fuck this up. Cause like, I really have an attraction for them on some level. Like I would caution gentlemen who get too eager. And because there are women out there that will turn around and have you drop in four or $500 on a dinner on a first date and like expect it to happen again. You know, and, and, and again, it's a different, it's, I'm not saying you're going to get roofied and raped. Uh, I, I understand that there are levels to this. Um, but, you know, to be aware that, hey, man, like it, it, the question can't be, am I good enough for this person? The question needs to be, is this person good enough for me type of thing, right? Because I think the two people are on the apps looking for something. And too many times you'll find that like there are guys out there who are desperate for anything and when they have an opportunity with somebody that again they deem to be on another level playing field than what they feel their value is like they can find themselves in sticky situations where you know they're making decisions that they wouldn't make and they're only making those decisions for one sole reason and that's because of that person on the other side um you know and that can be dangerous you can open yourselves up to all kinds of shit with that emotionally, financially, et cetera. So I think what's important, I feel like it's the theme of this conversation tonight, right? Like being aware of who you are, knowing what your value and worth is, you know, we're talking about integrity, like we were talking about, you know, with the, you got to check all three of my boxes. It's got to have a job. You got to be great in bed and your car's got to be on point. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't look like a serial killer car. That's all. That's all. But you know, like (laughs) dude would have been better off showing up on a bike. Just Uber over, goddammit. Yeah, Just exactly. Fucking oh, Uber. my car's in the shop. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Then, Ride his bike boom, over. I would have never guessed. My house is being remodeled. Mm. But <laughs> the car's also in the shop because I live in my car. But anyway, uh, uh, you know, I, I think it's, it's you know, know what you're getting into. You know, like Manny was saying, you can, you can catch certain things from people based on how they carry themselves via text, for sure. Um, where you know, all right, they think this way about themselves or... Uh, um, you know, maybe they don't have self-confidence. You know, those uneasy questions like, are you sure? Or what do you want to do? People who never take the lead, people who always want to be told like, oh, go do this, go do that. You know, I've, I've gone on dates with women who have literally been like, I'm just so grateful that you planned this. It's like, yeah, most men are like, well, what do you want to do? And they just do what I want to do. Like, hey, fellas, it's okay for you to take the lead. Be like, yo, we're going to go do this. And like, we'll have a great time. And if we don't have a great time, we're still going to have a great time. Like, it's okay to just make a plan. Like, because you might go to a place called the Putt Shack in Oak Brook, Illinois, and have a fucking blast because that place is super cool. And after 7 p.m., it's 21 and up. Or you might go to a bourbon bar where it rains on you in the inside. You never know. <laughs> I I did discover something in this, though, that that uh, so I was I was homeless for a long time. And now I can just say uh, my house is being remodeled because that just <laughs> seems to fit. <laughs> Perfect. 
there's ways around it yeah like oh yeah, the house was being remodeled that'd be hide that skeleton in the closet didn't find that house so, I think yeah. he's maybe some one. skeletons dancing. being hidden is fine <laughs> dancing the pale moonlight <laughs> this was good this was really good this was different this is i mean i guess the nice thing about like this one was there was no agenda it just went where it went and i think uh I think like a lot of it is going to come back to the hardest thing that that anybody has to face and that's looking at themselves in the mirror and having that self-confidence and self-awareness and possibly either one what they're looking for <clears throat> and I think in my opinion the easiest way to find what you're looking for is to start with what you're not looking for and that'll lead you to what you're looking for so if you if you know the things that um you don't want or you know the things that um, you, you know, the, the type of person that you are, that, that you may not like some of these things and you can stop those things, but in people in these first dates and, and things like you can easily identify, Oh, I don't like that. Okay. Next one. Um, it, it happens too often to where we'll just set ourselves up for, um, Hey, I'm okay with that. Why? Why are you okay with that? Like the whole point of all this is like, it's supposed to be some sort of magic and fireworks and things like that. And I get that relationships are changing and people have rosters. Uh, you know, Mandy, she's got not a baseball team, a football team. She's got a hockey team. Not literally, but she's got that many players on her roster. Maybe literally. I don't know. Uh, she's got the homeless eight. I don't know. Uh, so, Do they have but, a line on over under for winter seasons? No, uh, we'll sorry, get one out. Show, we'll get well, yeah, we'll get them out. Um, but it truly is like like if you can identify what you don't want and what you aren't looking for, that path will quickly take you to what you do want. So that's it. That's my two cents on some of it. Absolutely. Um, thank you guys. This is always a fun time. Uh and uh I look forward to like I mean, you guys have been part of the most episodes and they've always been a great time. So thanks for coming on. Are you going to tell us about the chocolate marshmallows now? <laughs> yeah, I'm that, dying to know. Oh, going for like an hour. I've been waiting with bated breast to know. <laughs> Same. Uh, I not want to know. I don't know if you want to know. <laughs> listen, listen. As we discussed earlier, sometimes I like to turn that shit up to 11 and get a little freaky. <laughs> yeah. I got to be we honest. Already, we already knew this about you, Mike. I've never had marshmallows you're, in the bed. You're and bad. If I'm missing out, I need to know. I know I'm benched, but when I get back in the game, eventually I'm going to get my playing time. All right. There's so much for you to look forward to, Mike. Fucking once you get off the bench. Yeah. Marshmallows. Mm -hmm. I've had chocolate syrup. I've had strawberries. I've had ice and popsicles and all kinds of fun stuff. Ice cream, but never marshmallows. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read the Urban Dictionary definition of chocolate marshmallow. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to set this up just like this, because if there's anybody in the car uh, who is listening that doesn't want somebody else in the car to hear this, maybe it's one of the kids or whatever. But if the kids are listening to this show, then we've taught them some things on the show. It's not always find what you're not looking for, who you're not, and lead you to, to where you're going. Some good stuff. Um, shower after you play baseball and have a painted car. Uh, those are the <laughs> things that you take away. But I don't want them maybe to hear this part of the equation. So if you need to turn us down, turn us down and for about 30 seconds. So chocolate marshmallows, the act of inserting clean marshmallows into a woman's rectum after letting them sit for an extended period of time. The insertion <laughs> then removes the chocolate covered marshmallow with his tongue. And of course, the best thing about Urban Dictionary is the use it in a sentence. 
guy hey i want some chocolate marshmallows girl all right let let me undress no nah, i wasn't as good as normally but yes that is a chocolate marshmallow <laughs> well i'm grateful that ass is not on my menu and everyone else is not so grateful that you asked for the definition all right yeah, it is educational programming we all know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is thank you for being along for the ride of the swipe wrong podcast where we take everyday people like you and me telling their everyday stories of their swipe right life show is produced by jay pelham he is the host of pelham place if you want to reach out to the show and tell us your story we'd love to hear it give us a call google voice us at 317-426-6616 leave your information and we'll get back to you or just your story you can also email us at swipe wrong pod at gmail.com we are on insta facebook tiktok we're out there i am chaos the host of chaotic commentary you can find me pretty much anywhere that you see me and next week the saga continues swipe wrong swipe wrong